Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray, your host. I am here with Mark Griffith, our co-host. So we have a third one, which is Ron Daughtry. And I don't know about Young Gun, whether you, he would qualify for that term or not. <laughs> Maybe a collectible. Gun. Yeah, I'm just kidding. But we do. Ron Daughtry. How are you, Ron? I'm doing fine, Kevin. Thank you. Absolutely. Cat got the tongue? <laughs> no, not really. I just... Kind of disappointed you didn't call me a young guy. <laughs> I'm just 42. And don't forget to lean in there. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding with you, man. Well, well, we I have a lot to talk with you about, but let's start with when you started at MIG, a little over a year ago, right? That's correct. Yeah. And so you have um, kind of a seasoned real estate kind of career. You have been a realtor. You've worked in title. You've worked in appraisals. So you have kind of a multifaceted um, kind of experience when it comes to the real estate industry. And so you've seen MIG for a long time. You've worked with Autumn. You've worked with some of our other. Tell me what made Mortgage Investors Group and what made you choose to get into the mortgage industry? Well, I actually started getting the mortgage industry about, I don't know, six or seven years ago, mm-hmm. um, 2005 or six, when I sold out of the title company. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, in hindsight, wished I had have done that, mm. but, uh, but I chose not to. I went back into real estate and continued to sell real estate up until, uh, you know, last year. Mm-hmm. And, um, then I decided that, that this was the career path that I wanted to take and, um, knew several of the loan officers at Mortgage Investors, knew the managers, uh, J.T. Torgerson and Gary Sturm, mm-hmm. um, contacted Gary Sturm, told him what I was thinking about doing. And uh, he said we would be interested in talking to you. Now, you've been successful in your other career paths, but what made you want to jump into MIG? Like, you know, you you worked with other lenders, but MIG kind of differentiated themselves. I mean, tell me about that. Well, I I think that was it. I mean, like I said, I've worked through a lot of the loan officers at MIG through the years. Mm. I was always very satisfied with the results that I got with Mm -hmm. the loans that I did through MIG. Uh, I knew the managers there, uh, both of them, and felt comfortable with them. Mm-hmm. And I knew that they were growing. Mm-hmm. I knew that they were aggressive, uh, that that they really put forth the effort that you need to put forth to get the get the sales closed. Mm-hmm. And when you're a real estate agent, there's really not a whole lot more important than getting the deals closed. Yeah. So I just felt that it would be a good fit for me. Now, realtors that are out there listening, and I think you have a unique perspective on the mortgage process because you've been in the title, you've been in the the real estate part. So talk to me about that because you have wore the other shoe, so to speak, or the shoe has been on the other foot. Talk about how that helps other realtors. Well, I mean, I mean, as far as the service that I provide, yes. Well, I, I, I've, to be honest, found it to be very beneficial so far. You what did you say? Very beneficial. Oh, I thought you said. It. Be honest with you, it's not been beneficial at no, all. No, no, sorry. I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I found it to be very beneficial yeah. so far because I know the realtors, I know the situations, the, the adversities that they mm-hmm. face. I know how hard they work. Mm-hmm. That they work seven days a week, fourteen hours a day sometimes, and when you put that type of effort and energy into getting a sale. And you, you know, it's just very important that it closes. And, and another thing that you have to take into consideration is what the families are going through mm. because families are scheduling their time off. Mm-hmm. They're 
scheduling a move. Sometimes they're moving their children from one school district to another. So it's critical mm. when you're trying to coordinate all these. And sometimes you have domino closings where, mm-hmm. you know, the Joneses are buying from the Smiths and the Smiths are buying from the somebody else. And mm-hmm. everybody's trying to coordinate their, their move here. It's very, very difficult when you start running into delays and holdups. It's uh, very stressful. I think you're hitting on something that's very, very important because it is such a important piece of information. When somebody's pre-qualified and you've given them that pre-qualification letter, you need to know that this really is a real pre-qualification. And so I think that I kind of hear what you're saying is that you have to be able to tell your realtor partners that they're really pre-qualified. It's so important. Like you said, I mean, you know, it's serious. I think that there's some companies, and I won't point out anybody, but that they kind of gloss over this a little bit. Like, it's just, it's almost like playing a, a Nintendo game or a video game. You know, they've, because they don't have the relationship, which I see you and the other two that we've had on building the relationship piece of it, because you know why it's so vitally important that you do what you say you're going to do on time every time, right? Oh, I agree 100% because there's people that are making plans based upon what you're telling them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and their plans they're making are significant mm-hmm. and, and life-changing plans. Mm-hmm. So it is very important that you follow through. And this is something that we've always stressed. Uh, Chrissy, your mother, and mm-hmm. Chuck Tonkin, uh, the president, other uh, president of the, our company, have always stressed that you can't have tunnel vision when you're doing a loan. It's not just the customer that's affected. There's agents involved. There's other people on all sides of this. So really, the whole approach of this has been something that's stressed over the years at MIG. And that's the first I've been exposed to it mm-hmm. when I came here, that philosophy. Yeah. And what do you do? Because that, that's such a good point. Point is that it is not just about us and the, our customers and our real estate agents, although they're vitally important. You have other people involved. But MIG, the, when they make a promise, do you feel like that you have found that we deliver? We will deliver on it? Yeah, yeah, I think they will. I yeah. mean, I've always been real comfortable. I felt about 80% guarantee there. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can tell you it's 100%, 100% with Chrissy. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. it is. It's so important. Yeah. And, and you've seen that. And, I mean, you, you understand how. And the other thing that I like, too, about what I've seen from you is that you leave no stone unturned. Because you know what you need to know, but if you have to find an answer, you're gonna you're gonna find the answer. Because sometimes that's what you have to do. Right. Sometimes you have to dig. Yes. And of course, you know today's market. There's so many regulations and federal guidelines, and mm-hmm. so much that you have to consider mm-hmm. that uh, that you really do have to dig and, and and search for the answers that you need to you know get the job done. And I, and that's what's so impressive about these uh the these guys coming in right now and the mm-hmm. in the one year experience, two years experience, getting all this licensing done and all this education done mm-hmm. and all the all this technical stuff and laws that you have to learn. Stuff that I've, you know, just osmosis has gone in over the last 20 years. I can't imagine mm-hmm. if I was a year or 24 months in the business passing mm-hmm. this test. Yeah. I and know. these guys have, have blown it away. Yeah, I agree. And, and that's the difference between today's loan officer and the ones when you started. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, no. that's the difference. But, but I mean, you appreciate too because you can see it from the other flip side of the coin because as a realtor, you saw your loan officer and you maybe not didn't know all the intricacies of how it works. Now that you're on the other side, you can better communicate. Hey guys, you know, there is a lot to this. You need a trusted professional like me, <laughs> to right. do this for you. And and actually, I've had to admit to some people that 
that I said, this is harder than I thought it would be. Mm. Not that I thought it would be easy. Right. I never thought it was easy. But through the years of selling real estate, you know, it looked easier mm. than it actually is. Right. Or, you know, or, or at least easier than what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. So and it's I can, been a learning curve. And I can speak to that because I was a realtor before I became a loan officer. And I made that transition, too. And I thought, looking from that angle, that this was so easy, anybody could do it. Right. You know, right. a caveman could do it. Right. But, uh, yeah, it was very – but but the perspective that you get from a real estate agent, what you sp- – spoke to is so accurate because it's so helpful to understand the stresses that they go through so that was the big selling point for me mm-hmm. i understood what was going on absolutely some absolutely. of the things you know just to mention like you know it's kind of hard to know unless you've been in the real estate shoes like mark has but the first time you have to drive over there and and look a man in the face when he's got everything he owns on the back of a truck <laughs> and tell him he's not closing. <laughs> There's something you'll never forget. Right. I and mean, I had to do that to a gentleman named Don one time. He had everything he owned on the back of a truck but one box. Mm-hmm. And I got a call that there was a problem, and I had to drive over and tell him that. And it's been 20 years ago, and I still get cold chills when I think about it yeah. because it was just devastating mm-hmm. to him and his family to have to deliver that news the night before the closing. I had the same thing. And, yeah. the, and the guy took me outside. I thought he was going to punch my lights out yeah. as a realtor, mm. yeah. but he didn't. He was very nice. He just said, you just, you know, he, he, blamed, he was blaming me. I didn't have any control of the mortgage process. And I mm-hmm. said, you know, I'm going to get on the other side and not let this happen again. That's kind of what motivated me. Right. So and Ron only waited 15 more years to make that decision. <laughs> right. So happened again. Well, I was young and dumb. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah. you know, I, I only have five minutes or four minutes left, and I want to get into one other thing because, like we've talked about with the other two, although you know the mortgage business and you can depend upon Ron's judgment, and I can see firsthand he's working really hard. Um, but I also want to talk about one other thing that you do, which is you're a comedian as well. And you have side splitters is one of the places where you've been before. Talk about what that what that is and what you're doing. It's great. Well, it's kind of, it was a bucket list thing. Uh, years ago, after watching the movie The Bucket List, my wife asked me what was on my bucket list. And first I said, Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I said, really? She said, really? <laughs> so I said, uh, well, actually, I've always wanted to do stand-up comedy. Yeah. And she was stunned by this. And, of course, those of you that know me, I was, you know, I'm not a young guy anymore. Right. And uh, so we started discussing it, and I got online and kind of looked into doing it, something I'd always wanted to do but never had just taken the leap to, to do it. I actually found a uh, comedy club in Nashville that, taught a class on doing stand-up comedy and those type of things. So I signed up, took the class, had two classes actually, and then I signed up for my first open mic night at Side Splitters. Uh, In Knoxville. Right? Four years ago. Mm-hmm. And absolutely, without any doubt, the most terrifying thing that <laughs> I've ever I done. I thought you were going to say the greatest thing in my life. Well, it was, it was a wonderful experience, but up to it, leading up to it, it was the most terrifying thing that I had ever done, mm. but uh, it went real well. And um, so I started going down there periodically and doing shows. And I've gone to clubs in Chattanooga, Nashville, just local mm-hmm. type of things, doing uh, stand-up. And I have a lot of fun with it. Do you it. get any heckles or anything like that? that Never been heckled. When Robert comes, yeah. he heckles. No, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, we only have two minutes left. And, and I think for, for those of you that are out there listening, and they might say, well, why does being a comic make him a good choice as a loan officer? But you have to keep a sense of humor in this Definitely. industry. And being that 
Ron has got a great sense of humor. I, I, when he first started and I heard that, I was like, have, I think maybe you have the wrong guy. Are you talking about somebody else? <laughs> but as I've got to know Ron, I see that come out. But it's also just being about being real. You're just real, like a real person. You feel so comfortable when you yes. sit and talk with them. The first yeah. time I met you, it was just very relaxing. Exactly. Yeah. And, and clients that work with Taylor may not fit with his personality. They might fit better with Ron's or the same thing goes for Robert. I think that's what I like about MIG is that we have a variety of personalities and we have varieties of multi-personalities. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. But we have just a variety of different types of people. And I think that's what makes us successful. Right. And so, Ron... I really appreciate you coming in. And tell them one more time how to get in touch with you. Well, my cell phone is 865-209-3883. Or you can reach me through the office at 691-8910, extension 214. Mm-hmm. Or you can go to my website, which is www.migonline.com. Right. There you go. And we have a brand new website out that we just we just created. Well, I want to thank my young guns for coming in today and telling us about their story and why it is they came to Mortgage Investors Group. I think it's been an incredible success. And send this to your friends and family. Here in a couple of hours, I think we'll have the show up online That's right. on uh, thehousinghour.com. And I want you guys to share it on Facebook. Send it out to your friends and family. And, you know, if you're out there on a Saturday and you need to get somebody, uh, get pre-qualified if you're a realtor, give them a call today. But we want to thank you for joining the Housing Hour today. We're just so excited about coming over here to WLKI. And we will see you next week right here on News Talk 98.7, the news and talk of East Tennessee. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.